You're listening to The Poncho Section, conversations about all things media and Mel Brooks. It's a podcast. And here's your hosts, Michael Canfer and Ethan Feldstein. Hello, Governor. How about we watch some comedy on the telly? Wow, that was a really bad accent and probably pretty offensive. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Poncho section. Today, we discuss British TV comedies. Our entire if British fan base has just left us. They have left us. I hope you. I hope they stuck around to under to 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 experience. I don't know. We. I was just making a joke there. I hope you're not offended. But yeah, today we're going to talk about some of our favorite British TV comedies. Hell yeah! And uh, <laughs> yeah, we. We we do appreciate the Brits, yes. Even though, um, even though that accent uh, was, was not was not flat, but that but that's like the classic. That's like the that classic was like thing. Oliver Twist kind of kind of thing. Yeah, where does if, the governor thing governor? Where does that come from? I have no clue. Um, if you're a, a British person, uh, reach out to us. Let us know that a you're listening. Uh, B were you offended by my terrible accent? And C, where's Governor come from? You know, um, on the show Frasier, if you were for all you Frasier heads out there, there was a uh, th- so the woman who played Daphne. I don't know if you ever watched Frasier, but I have um, not. No, the woman who played so Daphne, she was the the housekeeper, and um, mm. I'm sorry, she was she was not really she was like his physical. She was the dad's like physical therapist, also house. She did like everything, and then she just stuck around. She was cast member. Um, okay, but she's originally from Manchester. Like characters from Manchester. Oh, okay. But apparently, her accent was like not a. It was like a. She, so the woman who played her, uh, Jane Leaves, she she was a. She she is British. Okay. Like her accent apparently is like not the correct Manchester accent, or it almost it came mm. off as like kind of like a hokey accent, according to British right. people. Yeah, it's it's very yeah, it's strange. I think like she tailored it so like an American audience could like find it funny. If that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a very weird thing because I wonder if she had done it correctly, what the difference would have been if we would have noticed it. Hmm. Um, but, um, but anyway, I was just thinking about this. Did you ever watch the British office? So I have not watched the British office. Yeah. So only familiar with the U S version. Yeah. And it, and it's funny cause you talk to, you talk to people in America, obviously they're, they're going to, most of them are going to say, um, unless they're pretentious, they're going to say like the American office is great. Like the more right. pretentious people say, oh, the the uh, British version's better, mm-hmm. uh, and then you talk to British people, and they're obviously going to say that the British version is the better one. Yeah, but, but when you I talk to Ricky Gervais, and he's going to also say, yes, the of British course, version is better. But <laughs> it is great, but it's such a different, it's such a different thing. Like the yeah. the British version is a much darker, more. So when people say that the American one is like uncomfortable. You take the British one, like takes it to another level. Like it makes the American one seem like a walk in the park. Mm-hmm. It's it's a completely different thing. From my understanding, the first season of the American Office was closer to the yeah. British one yeah. than the later seasons. Because I think when it, they from a lot of the stuff I was watching is they changed up Michael's character a bit to make him more likable because mm-hmm. he was closer to like David Brent. And that mm-hmm. character, uh, who was not likable, essentially, right. to an American palette, if you will. Right, and I think that was smart to kind of turn it into its own thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you almost wish that they had called it something else or done so it wouldn't have that comparison because it, it really branched off into its own thing. Uh, oh, totally. But it's, you know, obviously I'm, I'm always going to be partial to the American one. That's just because that's the one I'm more familiar with, and that's what mm-hmm. was more appealing but yeah, uh, but we don't have to, you know, get into that. We can talk about some of the other shows that that we had. Uh, well, I that think, we had on our mind. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I think we probably got into the 
a lot of the British shows that we'll end up talking about are all around the same time. I think it was when we were like living together, we were watching yeah. uh, them all on Netflix. And I'm not sure what what you would rank as, as the best. For me, in, The Inbetweeners is, in my mind, the end-all be-all of these uh, British comedy TV shows. Uh, to me, it's it's... Is the zenith? Is that the the right wording for it? It just it's. I think it it just encompasses uh, everything hilarious about kind of like the British humor that I love from from these shows. Well, what I what I liked about the Inbetweeners was that it was about it it was about high school students, but the high school students were actually talking and and like behaving like high school students. Because I find a lot yeah. of shows try, and it, it must be, and, and I don't know what network it was on, and I don't know what the networks are like in England, um, but obviously we discovered According it through Netflix. According to Wikipedia, yeah. According to Wikipedia, it aired on E4 from mm. 2008 to tw- 2010. Whatever E4 is, I guess that's whatever the channel. I know there's the BBC, and and then I guess there's other... Yeah, that's channels, all I know. But... <laughs> I just assume yeah. everything is just BBC one through a thousand. It's like, oh, BBC <laughs> right. BBC five hundred is where things get really raunchy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, you and I, we we discovered it on Netflix. Yes, and I think most people probably did. Um, mm-hmm. But I like that they actually are, um, like they're actually behaving like high school students. Like I said, and they get away with more. I feel like in terms of language. Mm-hmm. And I guess yeah. also like the drinking stuff, even though the drinking age is lower in England, um, yeah. but even so they're not, it's like 18, right? So they're, I think even so, even there, so they're yeah. not, they're still like underage drinking because they're supposed to be 16 years old. Yep. And that, yeah. that first episode, oh, yeah, I that want episode. a pint of lager. And then 16, just, 16, six, he's 16. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> looks a bit older, but he's still 16. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, and then so that the the actors you have Simon Bird who plays uh, Will McKenzie, mm-hmm. uh, James Buckley who plays Jay Cartwright, mm-hmm. you have Blake Harrison who plays Neil Sutherland, Joe Thomas who played Simon Cooper, and then Greg Davies as Mr. Gilbert. Mr. The, Gilbert. Uh, the how would you describe him? The uh, very not angry, but uh, always grumpy. Uh, principal of the uh, of their school, yeah, grumpy, snarky, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Uh, but I like their group of friends because they're like they're always giving each other shit. Like it's not yeah. like they're not always great to each other, but yet at the end of the day, they always care about each other. Mm-hmm. Um, it just it it feels more. It's just more shows like that to me are more fun. Also, what I what I find too, and this I think this goes with like a lot of British TV, is that, and maybe it's just me, but they just look more normal to me. Like all the kids look like normal kids. They're yeah. not like these. I don't know what it is, but like in American TV, everyone's got to look amazing. Like they always have to have like the best looking people. Yeah. Um, well, and a lot of people like that. A lot of people, I think that's like, that must be an American thing because that like draws people in. But mm-hmm. I feel like that's not as much of a, that's not as much of a thing in other places in England. And I could be wrong about this, but I, that's something I've always noticed is that they never look like, it's not until they actually come to Hollywood is like Hollywood kind of makes you look a certain way. Um, and I was going to, well, I, we'll get into more of that maybe in a bit, but um, but I always find that interesting, um, and I I personally mm-hmm. find that kind of stuff more relatable. Yeah, I mean, there it is interesting, specifically with the show where the main characters, none of them are are particularly great looking. Not that they're ugly, but like no. none of them are are the Hollywood types. Even the the more popular mm-hmm. kids are. Like you could see them going to school with these kids, you know. Like yeah. none of them is a movie star. None of us really went to high school with movie stars. There were sh- certainly yeah. attractive people that we went to school with, but like nobody was these Hollywood types. So it, it mm-hmm. definitely like gave it some more, uh, like realism to mm-hmm. it. And the thing I loved about the show 
specifically with their the, that group of friends is Will and Simon's relationship. I like how they kind of like slow, not slowly, but like over the time the show, they became like best friends, mm-hmm. and um, just I don't know. I think their relationship was just really interesting, um, and all of them their relationships were interesting. I think uh, Jay Cartwright was. Uh, possibly the most interesting like he was clearly mm-hmm. the the saddest character of them all yeah um especially like his dad being kind of like ver- verbally abusive to him and mm. um but he's always making up lies about like oh yeah i did all this all these things with these girls and i can score you guys drugs and this and that but there's um, always a friend like that there's always someone 100%, who, yeah. who over exaggerates mm-hmm. who um yeah he's like kind of like the um if this were like the American Pie crew, he'd be the Stifler. Yep, a hundred percent. Yeah. So like, it felt it felt very real. Like you could easily pin pick us like any of those characters and be like, oh yeah, I have a friend that's like that, or like, oh that's kind of like me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the comedy is just it's just great. Like they get into like the most silly situations, and the best thing for me is just the way they talk. Yeah. The way they they they're in certain situations, uh, the way that they're constantly making fun or or rather uh, talking about how hot Will's mom is, and his oh, yeah. his response is always brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, are you gonna? Would you do your mom's? Like, uh, well, considering she's my mom, no. It's what if she wasn't your mom? One of my favorite running gags, though, <laughs> is that yeah. he has a hot mom. But what if she? But what if she wasn't your mom? Oh, we're still talking about this, are we? Yeah, I love his his like sarcasm is great. Yes, um, it's so good. Yeah, they all have their own. They all have their own things. But what's what's funny too is that they when they there's certain I don't even know if you call them jokes, but like run on things, run on gags that like you don't know why they're funny or why they work, but they do. <laughs> Like you remember mm-hmm. the whole friend thing where he gets the new friend, yeah, um, friend. yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> and it just keeps coming back to that. Yeah, and they're all saying friend in a high pitched voice, and you don't know why it's funny, yeah. but it is. It's so good. Yeah, it's just like stuff like that. I think it works when you have like a good cast, and you try mm-hmm. things out like that. It just, it's really silly, but, um, but yeah, no, the in betweeners, is. Is a great one. I haven't I haven't watched it in a long time. They did those movies, which weren't super great. Yeah, the movies were, were, okay. were okay. The show yeah. was is was the best. Definitely. I understand why they tried with the movies. Mm-hmm. I love the way certain words that they say that I remember when we were watching a bunch, like would accidentally slip into the way we speak. Like I love the uh, they describe somebody that's attractive as fit. It's like oh, she's fit. Yeah, I like that term though. Yeah, it's I cool. Think, and there were definitely yeah. other ones that like I don't that are, is not coming to my mind right now. But I remember like there were a few like sayings and phrases that just became fun to say uh, after watching the show. Yeah, why? Well, I wonder how fit became a term. Like, because if you say someone's fit to me, it's like oh, they're they're fit, they're in shape. You could say that about mm-hmm. anyone. But yeah, it's like. Uh, I don't know when you say someone, it seems like a very unoffensive way to say like that someone's attractive, someone's hot. Right. It's it just seems it seems like a yeah. more innocent way. I don't know how to. I wonder it. if they if they you like if they view people from uh, the UK view like when Americans say, "Oh, she's hot." Like, is that like a similar kind of thing? Like, oh, might, that's weird. Well, if you think about it, that like all that saying someone's fit actually makes more sense than saying someone's hot mm-hmm. i never actually thought about it that way because saying someone's hot you're like wait someone she's like warm what's going <laughs> right. on yeah but like saying someone's fit it's like oh yeah she's like she's in good she looks good right good right exactly <laughs> uh, but what if someone here's a real one what if you what if you're into i might get myself into trouble here what if you're into bigger people and you say they're fit. They're not actually fit. Mm. 
but yeah, I don't. All right, I'm getting I'm getting carried away here. Yeah, I don't know. You'd have to figure out what other slang terms uh, the British use for uh, attractive people. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that on the... Beauty is the uh, eye of the beholder. We'll do that on the Chunky podcast. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, and we discussed Celebrity Fit Club uh, again so we could uh, talk about the Snapple Lady. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about the Snapple Lady. That's right. Excellent. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, maybe let's move on. Yeah. Another great show that I know you definitely watch is Peep Show. Peep Show. I love Peep Show. Um, and those, those two guys, um, uh, Mitchell and Webb, mm-hmm. um, you know, why am I forgetting their... David sure Mitchell and da- Robert Webb. Thank you. I was forgetting their name. Okay, David Mitchell and According Robert. to Wikipedia. Ah, uh, yes. So ju- just in case, because it might be incorrect. You know Wikipedia. Yeah, so those two guys have done a lot of shows together mm-hmm. um a lot of they're they're big sketch comedy guys and what's cool about peep show it's the their perspective would you call it the perspective camera where um, yeah like uh point uh, of view per, point of view right so it's yeah so so like whoever is talking is looking at it's yeah the camera's on them straight on so like but it's um the yeah, camera it's coming always from has the person be, who's listening. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I mean. It's coming from the yeah, person yeah. who's listening. So, um, that but that show is it's so funny because first of all, much of what I like about a lot of British TV is that the characters not only do they have like mundane jobs or sometimes no jobs, um, <laughs> in the in the case of uh, Jez. Yeah. He, uh, like, they live in, like, a crappy apartment. They come, like, mm-hmm. they, they, they live that way, too. Like, it's not like they don't try and spice things up at all. Um, but I think it's in the first episode where, um, where Mark is in the, uh, is in the elevator at work. And, um, there's, who's the guy? The guy that he hates. The he's not his boss. Oh, uh, he's the guy that uh, f- is dating Olivia Coleman's character. Yeah, uh, Sophie. Sophie, who yeah. she's great. Like, I, I, we could go into a oh. whole podcast just on Olivia Coleman and just how oh, the, amazing the first of an actress scene she is. though, where she sits on the bus and he's got his hand on her yeah. seat. <laughs> Yes. Oh Wait, my God. She... Like, should I say something? I don't yeah, want to make this say... weird. But I get like, but the thing is, those situations that he finds himself in, I like, I understand. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how far you've gotten into the show. But it gets like, there's like I... a bajillion seasons of the show. Yeah, I'm series. in. I'm in series two right now. Okay, so it gets, um, it gets crazy. There's, uh, there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that happens. But I won't spoil it for mm-hmm. you. But um, but there's that. But there, when he's in the elevator with, he says something along. And I wish I knew the exact quote, but he says something in the elevator to the to that guy, and he doesn't say anything back. And then he says something to someone else, and then inside his, and then his voice in his head is like, "All right, let's die together," <laughs> because like it's just gonna be an <laughs> awkward elevator ride. Yeah. It's like that's, something I like that, that, but that's such a like a relatable thing when you're oh, in just totally. like an awkward elevator because like you say and like no one says anything, but you still have like a long way to go. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they they totally nail that the kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like that that kind getting of that to, sort of thing. Getting to hear their their uh, consciousness uh, mm-hmm. there is absolutely makes the show what it is. Yeah. Uh, it's it's so great. And what's interesting is when I first started watching it, I was thinking, hmm, this is kind of like an interesting idea. I wonder if it was done to kind of save money in mm-hmm. that, like, you just give the actor the camera and whatever, and, like, they just face it. But then there were, like, some shots in it, and I'm like, they must have had to shoot this, like, a lot of times. Like, this mm-hmm. could have actually not saved them money in the long run. Um. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I just know that there are some like 
incredible, hilarious actors. Like uh, the guy who plays uh, Super Hans. Oh, Super Hans. Yeah. And just like everything that he does, like in the last episode I was watching, he was just smoking crack. Because mm-hmm. why not? Yeah. I, I yeah. just, yeah. I love some of the, um, I love some of the characters. Uh, the side, side characters are great. Alan mm-hmm. Johnson is a, is a great character. Yes. Oh my God. He's so funny. That actor's in I a just, lot of I, stuff too. I haven't seen him in a bunch. Seen him in other things. Maybe I haven't. I just, I doesn't. He was in the leftovers as Holy Wayne. Fun tidbit. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Okay. That's funny. It was hard to separate him at first from, sure, from Alan Johnson. <laughs> and then he's, uh, I don't know how far you've, you've gotten, but um, have you met Jez's ex girlfriend, Big Sue's? No, but okay. I, I have, Jez is currently dating. And I can't think of her name. She's been in a lot of stuff. She was in um, that episode of Flight of the Concords, where she was the the prettiest girl in the room. Oh yeah, yeah. And she's also if why does she do mistaken, so much British? Like or not? Well, I shouldn't say British because Flight of the Concords wasn't British. She has a lot of non-American right. TV. Yeah, because then she, I if I'm not mistaken, I believe she was the actress in Sugar and Spice, which is that um, the cheerleading movie. Where like so, one of the girls is is pregnant, and I think that was her. Maybe I'm. So here's a fun fact person. about her, and I don't, and I wish I could tell you her name off the top of my head, but I can't. She was Cher in the Clueless TV series. Yes, but not the movie. The movie was um, Sil- Alicia Silverstone. Yes. Um, but yes, yeah, she this other one played <laughs> <laughs> other Cher. Other, she played her in the series Clueless. So there you have that. Um, That's really funny. Yeah. Is this, no, that is not the right one. I was trying to look it up. But is, is Peep Show still on Netflix to this day? Um, where, where can you find it? I, you could watch it either on Hulu or um, Hulu. Okay. Amazon Prime. Okay. That's good to know because that's I something like, I. Yeah, I like watching it through Amazon Prime just because. Um, you don't have to deal with ads with Hulu. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, but yeah, but um, oh man, I just, honestly now want to just talk about Olivia Coleman. Uh, just well, she's, she's gone on to do great things, and it's she's been incredible. Nominated? Did she win an Oscar? She might have even won an Oscar. I think for, for the favorite. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's I so, mean, she's, it's so... yeah, she's so I, I'm I'm so happy for her because she's yeah. so deserving. She's great in everything that she does. And um, she's been in so many, like, name a British show, she's probably been in it. Uh, yeah. She was in Broadchurch. She was amazing in Broadchurch. I've um, heard. I've never seen it, but I've heard she's great in that. Yeah. Um, she's, also, she's in a couple movies. That, she's in The Lobster, the movie The Lobster, which I really enjoyed. Um, oh, the yeah, same director, okay. The same director of The Favorite, uh, Yorgos uh, Lathamos. Yes, and I, those, um, it was a weird movie. Yeah. Yeah, all his movies are very are very bizarre, and they they make you think. Yeah, um, I remember that one being kind of bleak. Um, yeah, they, and they, they are bleak. She was also in um, Hot Fuzz. Uh, yes. Edgar Wright. Uh, she has a small role, but like she was great in that. Which we should get into as well. The Edgar yes. Wright stuff. That's a good segue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> into one of my favorites, Spaced, mm-hmm. which was. Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg, and Nick Frost before they did before they did Hot Fuzz, but Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and The World's End. Yes. Um, and I, I've always liked, I mean, I love those movies, and I love Edgar Wright's style. Oh, yeah, totally. That, um, that's somebody that we, we should and, and could discuss. He, he could easily have his own uh, episode. Um, so yeah. good. Yeah, he's got his own unique style, and all those guys, they've got their own, like, Spaced is such a great and weird show, and it's another mm-hmm. one, too, where they are, where they they have shitty jobs and sh- kind of shitty lives, but they kind of, they're, they're kind of all in it together. It has, like, a grittiness to it that I like, and it's, again, it's not like the show Friends, where, like, Friends, yeah. they're, like, it's, 
it's like a fake like they have bad jobs yet they live in these the nicest apartments I've ever seen in New York. Mm-hmm. Makes no sense. Yeah. I love uh, I love how they they keep kind of hinting uh periodically that like the building is clearly haunted. Yeah. Like they're like little references to like the shining and, oh, yeah. and uh, like a few other things. I think like the girl those I think the first episode when they were moving in there were like two little girls hanging out in the closet somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's just it's that little those like little touches of of just humor is just very funny. Yeah, absolutely. And all the characters are great in that um Yeah. And um Simon so Simon Pegg it's interesting because um he when he started he must have been in his 20s even when he started on that show. And That would make sense. Yeah, and you see him. It, so what I was what I was alluding to earlier was that how in British TV they sort of look like regular people, mm-hmm. and but like that's not the same in America, Hollywood specifically. And yeah. it's funny because Simon Pegg now, if you look at him now, like he's gone to he's been in big Hollywood movies, like he's been in Mission Impossible and Star Trek, like he's like a Hollywood guy now. Yeah. Like he's made it and it's great. He absolutely deserves it and very happy for him. But at the same time, you look at him now and he looks more Hollywood. If you see pictures of him. That's true, yeah. If you you look at a picture of him, now, like he looks better. Like he, like there's something, like he's thinner. (laughs) He's like got more hair. Like it's just like he looks Mm -hmm. more like, like he looks more Hollywood. Yeah, well, he had like the the spiky. It was like dyed blonde hair. Yeah, um, and he think, was like a little. I, it was. Yeah, he was a little heavier in. Yeah, in Shaun of the Dead, maybe, but not like heavy. He just definitely had, like, Shaun he, of the Dead. Yeah, but it was funny because like that the look that he has in this show. Um, I probably saw that look the first time. Not with this show, but with an episode of Doctor Who from probably around. No, actually, it was probably it was definitely after. It was uh, after the this uh, show because this show went from 1999 to 2001, and yeah. he was in the return of Doctor of the series of Doctor Who that started in 2004, but he still had the like that blonde, uh, bleached hair with the spiky. Uh, spiky haircut, and he was in one episode. Um, so that was probably the first time I saw him like that. So it's weird seeing him like this again. Um, yeah. Him being younger, of course. But yeah, the according to Wikipedia, it's two twenty-something Londoners who desperately, oh, who despite only having just met, decide to move in together after, uh, after she gives up. It's a female and a male. After she gives up squatting and he's kicked out of his ex-girlfriend's uh, apartment. That's Or I right. guess they would call them flats. Uh, yes. But yeah, so it's, uh, it's Simon Pegg and Jessica Stevenson. Uh, and right. And they, uh, they just start living she, together. They, I, they're pretending to be a couple so that they can live in this house. That's right. That's how it, that's how that it starts. That has its own uh, kind of silly uh, comedy bits to it. Yeah. I love when they they first meet each other. I guess in in that like coffee shop. Yeah, and she starts telling, and he asks like, "Well, who she is? Like, what what happened to her?" And she starts into the she starts getting into the story, and it's like obviously very long winded. And he's just like, "Skip to the end." <laughs> it's <laughs> yes. like a very, very uh, like I love those like little aside jokes. Mm-hmm. That, they that and then I love how at the end when they after they've decided like. All right, we can we can live together. We can move in together, and they're like trying to build up their their like life story of like okay, yeah, we we met the uh, back then and this, and then we started dating this, and then you like these things, I like these things, and then they leave the coffee shop and they're like, so what's your name? Yeah, which just <laughs> yeah, happened right. to be like the last thing they decided to uh, discuss. Yeah, that's the last. That's the thing they left out. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, like but, I mean, it, they're really funny. Like I think um, Nick Frost, who plays like a kind of like a a gun nut, his character yeah. is very funny and just very silly. It's it's a great show. 
yeah, his his character's kind of just like brought in randomly, like he's mm-hmm. like his friend, his friend Mike. Yeah, and I think it was just a way to bring because they were like buddies, and that was just like yeah. a way to bring him in. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's and Nick Frost has had his own career as well. He's done his, some of his own things as well. But I do sure. love it when the two of them are together the best. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping we get to see more of that. Yeah, that would be great. Maybe like make a uh, a new Cornetto trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Well, they could. I mean, Ma- they could keep they could keep doing that stuff, and we'd go see it. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would. You know. But, uh, anything, but really, anything. Edgar Wright behind the wheel would be great, and then the and these two guys involved. Yeah, and Edgar Wright has done some other stuff as well outside of of those movies that I've enjoyed. Yeah. Um, Scott Pilgrim, Baby Driver, and Scott Baby Pilgrim, Driver. Yeah, yeah. That's I was thinking about those two. Scott, uh, yeah, Scott Pilgrim and Baby Driver. But you see, it's like the same quirky kind of style that he has in those yeah. movies. Even more so, I would say in Scott Pilgrim, has that like has mm. a real quirkiness to it, yeah. um, especially the, with like the, the the really quick cuts. Yeah, the editing is 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 all like his style is all in that editing of like the quick cuts and like he can tell a whole story in just like the way he, it's being edited, where yeah. like in um. Not that we, I'm sure we can get into it at a more in a later point, but in uh, Hot Fuzz, he's showing like t- um, his tri- his trip from uh, the office in London, I believe, is where he started out to like the small village, and it's just him holding a um, like a, pl- a potted plant, but like the way that the trains are coming and blowing the potted plant, and just the way it's cut, it just like shows like it's such a great way to tell. A simple, like a simple point of he's now moving, you know, yeah. like it's, but it's told in such a like a fun way. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. they always yeah they. His style is is uh no, it's fantastic. Yeah. And um, he does that too in um, I'm trying to think in well especially in Shaun of the Dead, that mm, the rec- yeah. I always think of the record throwing scene. Oh yes. How, <laughs> how like they just go through. I forget what the. I wish I could remember the um the specific ones that they throw though. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, such yeah. a classic. Though. I can't remember, but uh, but, yeah. but it, sort of with the the editing is at at the when they're in back to the bar, and mm-hmm. they start beating up the I guess the bar owner, and the the jukebox comes on and it's Queens Don't Stop Me Now, and they start beating the bartender to the rhythm of. Yeah, the song, and it just—that's yeah. it, it, just good comedy and amazing uh, editing too. Like it's—it's it's so good. Yeah, so that came out just a few years after Space had ended, right? It came out in oh four, want to say? I think so. Yeah, so so about three years after Space ended. See, the funny like those shows like didn't that show in particular didn't last very long. But it's funny that Peep Show. Yeah had so many series. Yeah. Can't say seasons. Why is it series and not seasons? Yeah, that is a an interesting thing. I don't know why they that's another thing with fit and hot. I don't know. They What's they why what do you call different. it? Then what do you call cuz we call a series like an entire show is a series. Right. Like you would say, "Oh, mm, I watched yeah. the entire I watched Frasier the entire series." Or I watched yeah. Lost the entire series, but you wouldn't, but you, or you're like, oh, I've only seen up to season four or something. Right. Yeah. You wouldn't say I've, I've seen up to series four. Hmm. Yeah. Why do I they mean, do see, that? yeah. Or maybe to ask some British, we need, we need a British person on here. Yes. Because maybe it would be you have, a, yeah, a series. And then maybe it would be the entire. I guess you could just say the entire show. Say yeah, like I watched could. the whole show, and then, or I've seen series one through five mm-hmm. of the show. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. If you're a British I, I person, find... reach out to us so you can come on the show and tell us all the differences. 
you know, I actually find that a lot of their phrases make more sense when I really think about it. When I really look mm-hmm. into it, I'm like, oh, actually, that makes more sense than what we're doing. Because that's like a very yeah. American thing. It's like, yeah, our way doesn't really make sense, but we're sticking to it. It's like, because yeah. it's America and, and we're the best. And that's yeah, well, I mean, we're going to sim- have it. A similar thought to that is uh, Eddie Izzard has a, a great joke about uh, the way we say things and the way they say things. And uh, mm-hmm. it ends, I love how it ends with like, uh, you say herbs and we say herbs because there's a fucking H in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, hey Eddie Izzard, come on the podcast. That would be amazing. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that guy's he's busy telling jokes in every single language. Yeah, which is that's what he incredible. does. He's he's a machine. That guy, unbelievable. Um, unbelievable. So good. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, there's just. I mean, besides Peep Show, obviously, going on for, like, a really long time, these shows, they don't... I mean, in general, they don't have nearly as many episodes as American shows do. I mean, American shows have changed, I think, in the last... Mm-hmm. Um, even the last decade, when there's more... There's been more stuff on streaming. Yeah. Where you don't have... You don't really have as many... Um, you don't have many episodes per season um, here. But some shows do last like a a really long time. Yeah, there's um, a show yeah. on here that I remember watching it. I I remember enjoying it, and I cannot tell you a single thing about it beyond what I've looked up. And that show was Skins, which mm-hmm. yeah, I've seen a little bit of that. That show went from twenty se- two thousand seven to twenty thirteen. Yeah, so I mean that's, that's a decent amount it, of time. I know that it, it's a British kids or teenagers in in high school, and they get up to antics and they deal with like drugs and sex and all a yeah. whole bunch of other crap. I remember it's enjoying it, but I can't find it anywhere now. Um, it's very good, but it had uh, Nicholas Holt, who was who went on to who was from About a Boy, and who oh. went on to do a lot of other stuff. He's pretty big. Interesting. And the guy, I, I don't I don't know his name, but the the guy from Get Out was was in it as well. Really? The main guy, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh yeah. That's cool. He, yeah. Yeah, so a lot of people um uh, from that show um did very well. But what's funny is like MTV for whatever reason decided to make their own version. Mm-hmm. And you know they did the same thing with the Inbetweeners at one point. They made their own no. version of the Inbetweeners. Oh yeah, but both shows oh my failed God. miserably. Like they just weren't good. Um, that sounds that sounds awful. Like I don't know how you would make that work. Yeah. Um, well, so it's, it's funny so because different. we do that. We do that so much, though. I mean, we were talk. We started talking about the Office. Like that is we true. Do that so much. And but yeah. like majority of the time it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, occasionally, I mean, they did it with um, House of Cards, I believe. Although House of Cards in England was like a different. They just really took the name. It was like a different kind of political show. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's probably something similar to, although it was the same, uh, same creator, uh, the guy who created Veep. Um, yeah. Initially, created a British version. Um, right. of that show, and I guess took took that style and just brought it to the U.S. Um, I guess it's a little different when you have the same show creator, but um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I guess sometimes it works. Um, mm-hmm. in the case where I I could not imagine the Inbetweeners or Skins working in a, in an American version. It just there's something about it being British that that makes it work. Well, it doesn't work unless you let... See, I think they're starting to catch on now with, with um, especially with, like, Netflix and, and HBO, where you can... If you have those shows, you have to put them on the type of network where you can, like, let it run free. You can't censor mm-hmm. this stuff because then yeah. you're not... I mean, just think about it. If you're doing a show about high school kids, with, like, with real stuff, I mean, just, like, I've talked about this before like think about yourself in high school was your life P- was your life pg was your <laughs> no. life you know was it even pg13 no it's you're in 
you're seeing everything, you know? Yeah. So you need you're to... You're everything, you're talking about everything, like... Yeah, so, like, you need to reflect that. Or, you, I mean, you don't need to. It's it's hard to get away with with not reflecting that, you know, unless it's, like, Boy Meets World, which we talked, which is different. Right. That that was an exception, and that, and that um, towed a line really interestingly, but... Mm-hmm. Well, it seemed um, like but it's they, very I guess hard they to do. Yeah, it's, they wanted to, at least with Boy Meets World compared to these things, like they specifically were like, all right, we're going to do a silly kind of universe. They weren't trying to have the, like have their cake and eat it too kind of situation where like they're going to kind of skirt around certain issues. Um, no, they were going to, they had a specific universe that they wanted to live in and... Uh, I guess you can't translate that, or you can't go. Ha- you, or rather, you can't half-ass a show, which is, I guess, what they basically did when they tried to convert uh, the Inbetweeners and and Skins into an American version. Yeah, I think they they just think, oh, this did well over there. We can make it do well here, right? Um, and it doesn't. <laughs> That's really what it comes down to. It just doesn't work. One show that I, it's a more current. Uh, show that I love, really great, and uh, was allowed. I believe that freedom. Granted, I mean I don't know what the the politics was was behind the the creation of the show, but it's Fleabag, mm-hmm. um, which was created by Phoebe Waller Bridge, uh, yeah. and also stars her. One. And that was uh, from June, July, excuse me, July twenty sixteen to April twenty nineteen. Um, incredible show. 100% recommend it. Um, I don't know if it counts within our, like, our discussion of British TV beyond, like, it is a British, like, creator, uh, involves predominantly British actors, except for that one, um, that one actor, uh, what is it, Brett Gelman, who plays uh, uh, the American husband of Fleabag's uh, sister. Um, I like Brett Gelman. Yeah, so I think he's the one American uh, but everybody else is is essentially British, but um, it's it's an amazing show. I absolutely one hundred percent recommend it. Phoebe Waller Bridge is an incredible uh, writer and creator and actress. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's one that I show. haven't seen, but I know like it last year like won all the Emmys and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and for good which the Emmys were just were just on. Yes. The other night. I have no clue who won anything. I heard some, I heard that there were winners though. Uh Shit's Creek won like every category. Oh, yes, that's I did hear that. Which um, that's an amazing sh- show. I love that. That I've seen that a couple could be episodes. Our, I've never our Canadian TV episode. <laughs> yeah, which is actually interesting cuz I I've seen a couple episodes but I've um but I've been watching another Canadian show right now, which is funny. Uh, is it Letterkenny? Um, okay, yeah, I was going to say that. Yep. Yeah, which I'm I'm really yeah. enjoying. It's it's very unique. Yeah, I've I I have to watch it. Um, I've heard it's, very. Good it's things. like really unique and like strange. Mm-hmm. But I but I love some of the dialogue. Is it's it's you you if you blink though you'll miss it, or mm. if you yeah it's like it's so because it it's just this qu- really quick witted sort of yeah. way of talking that's. It's its own thing. I, I mm-hmm. like shows that kind of just do that, that, that make themselves its their like own thing. Like kind of, it's always Sunny in Philadelphia did that too. Seinfeld did that where sure. they just, it becomes its own thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's. All right. I dig that's a that. good one. But yeah, we'll do that for our Canadian episode. <laughs> so there's one show that I'm watching now, which I found through just looking up other things that, um, that some of the actors from The Inbetweeners were doing. And there's one show that Simon Bird does called Friday Night Dinner, um, which okay. is still apparently, it's going on. It started in uh, 2011. Actually, holy crap. Mm-hmm. It started in 2011 and it's still going on? Wow. That's pretty good for British TV. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, so essentially, it's, uh, Friday Night Dinner is a British, according to Wikipedia, uh, Friday Night Dinner is a British television sitcom written by Robert Popper and starring Tasman, Greg, Paul Ritter, Simon Bird, Tom Rothschild, and Mark Hepp. Uh, the comedy is focused on a regular dinner experience 
of a, the middle-class British-Jewish Goldman family every Friday night. So each episode is just a next another Friday night where the two sons come home uh, for dinner and they just have to deal with their uh, wacky parents and their ridiculous neighbor comes by every single day who's clearly hitting on the mom. Uh, mm-hmm. And like, there's like so, sort of like um, what we were saying with the in-betweeners, there's kind of like running gags uh, within each episode. Like every episode, the dad uh, is pestering one of uh, Simon Bird's character about uh, if he's seeing any females. He always uses that word. He's like, are you seeing any females? Um, there's a the other brother. They're constantly asking, "Oh, when are we going to see your girlfriend?" And to si- which Simon Bird always replies, "Oh, she's fake," because uh, like his I guess his girlfriend is never available, never comes around or whatever. Um, the father is partially deaf, so there's a lot of jokes about that. On top of the fact that he's one <laughs> of those dads that never has a shirt on. Um, oh God, yeah. So yeah, so it sounds like my neighbor. <laughs> I've uh, I've been enjoying it. It's it's very silly. It's one of those things where you can easily just put it on, uh, have something playing in the background, kind of like an an episode of The Office or something like that. Um, but, What's it on? Uh, that I also found on uh, Amazon, and I think you could find it on Hulu. Amazon Prime. That's the way to go. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I got to look for that. That but sounds yeah. right up my alley. Yeah, I'm definitely enjoying it um, a lot. That's great. Yeah, I was wondering what those, like, the guys from the Inbetweeners, like, what else they had done. Yeah, I know so. um, the, oh, my God, James Buckley and Joe Thomas were on a show. I can't remember what it's called. I can try pulling it up right now. So it was, like, them in college, right, or something? Um. Well, oh, it might be. I'm... I'm thinking of... I don't know. Uh, it was like a show where they sell, um, like, oh my god, what is it? It's like not window appliances, but like uh, siding. I think it was like siding for your uh, your house and stuff like hmm. that. White gold, that's what it's called. But okay. I think the uh, the main character got involved with some sort of like uh, some issues. Ed Westwick is, I think, the main character. I don't know if he got involved with him. some sort of, some sort of scandal. Uh, but according to Westwick, yeah, that sounds like an actor name. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh, it doesn't say. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, it's like a um, like windows. That's what they sell. They sell windows. Uh, the story of a double glazing showroom in Essex in 1983, led by charismatic salesman Vincent, who will happily break the rules if it guarantees a sale. And so, uh, James Buckley and Joe Thomas. James, who plays Jay Cartwright, uh, and Joe plays Simon. They are like his. They work for this dude at the at in the show. Um, okay. So yeah, they're they're pretty funny because white gold. Okay. Yeah. And I believe that is on Netflix. Maybe I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Might be. On I feel like I've seen it um, somewhere. <laughs> That that's that's as much as I can give you. All right, I've seen it somewhere. <laughs> seen it on one somewhere. of them. Um, probably Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, check check all your streaming services. Yes, just for in case that one. they've changed. Maybe it got swallowed up by uh, by Disney Plus. Probably not though. Oh uh, no, Disney Disney will never touch it. Never touch British TV. Does Disney do anything British except for like Angela Lansbury? Oh, sort of like uh, like bed knobs and broomsticks. Oh my god! Uh, um, do you remember that I movie, bed knobs so. and broomsticks? I have Did not you ever seen see that. No, you never saw that where they go mm. where they go into the cartoon world. It's like the it's the dad in Mary Poppins is in it. I don't know his name. Oh yeah, uh, no, I've not seen that. I've seen um, Beauty and the Beast with Angela Lansbury as uh, Mrs. Potts. She's there. Yeah. Yeah, and she's there. And uh, also Murder, she wrote, Angela Lansbury. Right. I've seen um, um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That involves going into a, a cartoon land. Yeah, so it was like kind of, it was before that. Because this oh, was pre-Roger Rabbit. This was 1970, Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Mm. Yeah. I was really into those old Disney movies as a kid, so. 
Yeah, that was that was that was a big hit. <laughs> okay, well I'll have to add it to uh, my list. Well, this is a fun way to tie things together. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, my recommendation would be the In Betweeners. That's my number one mm-hmm. to go check out. But I think everybody should check out all of these shows. But I would if yeah, I would have to say I, one to check out first. In Betweeners is a good uh, is a good start. Remember, it was filmed uh, or created in the early to late aughts oh yeah uh, 2008 to 2010 so there are certain things that are not pc anymore um but if you go into it understanding that these are also teenagers and they're doing and saying stupid shit it should be all right i think i think people can handle it i think you can uh it's just yeah it's tv it's fine yeah everything's fine on tv everything's good Um, on tv Right? Um, Everything's yeah. good in the world right now. Nothing's going on, right? Yeah. yeah. Everything's perfect. Um, yeah, but I, I would I would say probably the same thing. Um, but also I would add that um, jump into Peep Show as well. Yes. I, I really think Peep Show um, is just, it's just really smart and funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but like you, like you said, any of the shows, really. And they're all available, which is nice. Yeah, I think that's a great thing that all these things are accessible. You don't have to watch what other people tell you to watch, you know. Unless watch it's some us. British TV. Unless, yeah, just listen to what we tell you to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I guess. Uh, yeah, I'll hit up some uh, some housekeeping right now. If you liked this episode of the Poncho Section, please consider leaving us a review on your podcast player. Follow us on the social medias: Facebooks, Twitters. Instagrams, type the poncho section and look for Headley the Duck. Do you want to support the poncho section and show that support? Well, get yourself some poncho section merch. We got t-shirts, tank tops, sweatshirts, hoodies, phone cases, art prints, stickers, and mugs. Just go to theponchosection.com, scroll down to the bottom and click merch. And finally, if you want to be featured on an episode of the poncho section, send a voice memo to ponchosection at gmail.com and we'll play it in an upcoming episode. Alrighty, thank you all for listening. Peace.